Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, standing six foot two, 288 pounds. It is the number one fuck. Johnny G, joining me as always in the High and Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabrus. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur, not in here because the door's shut for air conditioning purposes. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, longtime friend, first time guest, podcaster, comedian, actress, model. We're talking about Risa Licea. <laughs> Hola. Hola, amiga. I love that you added model. <laughs> I feel so LA right now just with that like last one. <laughs> well, it's there are uh, I've seen you post dope ass photos of yourself. I, we're all amateur models now. Yeah, yeah that's all yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah. But you you seem to have a professional ability to uh, look put together and uh, with the eye line that you need for modeling. Oh, uh, thank you. I do like doing weird like shoots or like fun stuff like that, and uh, I feel like. I'm like, I don't consider myself a model because I do like, but I'm also like the kind of person I'm like, you could direct me. Like, just tell me what you want and I'll give it to you. Okay, fine. Throw glitter on me. Great. Whatever. Like, I'm chilling. But yeah, I'm like, as long as I get paid or I get cool pictures, I will yeah. model for sure. Yeah. Oh, I hate getting still photos taken of myself. But if someone was like, hey, it pays $80 an hour. I'm like, yo, yeah. where do you want me to stand? What what amount of genitals do you want me to show? I'm yes. ready to fucking make money, dude. Exactly. Exactly. You never know. Like when you need a person, post like a third trap there's trap slash call to action with it nowadays oh, yeah. you gotta slide yeah. in the call to action under uh -huh. uh, is this photo making you thirsty well drink up justice bitch yeah yeah i did one of those for for covid i was like i haven't posted in like forever because i also like feel like sometimes like i forget to post and then i look at my thing and i'm like oh my god it's been like three weeks i haven't posted any of my podcasts or my show stuff or whatever and with covid it was like so weird because they're like i was like what am i gonna post other than podcast stuff it just felt weird to post stuff 
So I just put like a nude where like an implied nude where like my butt, <laughs> my butt was on, like my butt is clearly in it. It was just like, wash your hands and wash your culos. Like, I don't know. Like people are just like, they were just being dirty out there. I'm like, like my picture, but also wash your fucking hands, you nasty asses. Damn. Limpia los manos. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. I'm on, I'm on day 80 of Duolingo. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I'm like, a lot of my friends have been like doing it now. And I'm like, I mean, you're always telling me you want to learn Spanish. So like, why not now? Fuck it. Now's the time. And I, I used to be able to speak a little bit of Spanish because uh, my best friend growing up, his family was Cuban. And uh, I used to go visit oh. his grandma and grandpa, abuela, abuelo, in Miami. And that was, <laughs> and that is... So when I asked you what you wanted to talk about, we were going to talk fitness because I know uh, you're also a CrossFitter. Or uh, what's the what are we calling ourselves now? A met- metabolic conditioning workout person? I don't know, yo. Like I like legit. I had my first uh, CrossFit workout at our gym, but our gym, like as soon I used to go. Well, I still go. It's called. It was called CrossFit three two three. Yes. It is now called Open Gym three two three. Um, and we have new owners. It's actually a Mexican guy and a Cuban. Uh, they're Mexican and Cuban. Sorry, they're both Mexican and Cuban. The brothers, Ryan and Brian, <laughs> which is, I love their name. <laughs> their names are ridiculous. I always bother them. Like, when they first started, I was like, I'm never going to get your names right just to, like, fuck with them. I was like, Ryan, Brian, Brian, Ryan, Ryan. And I would just call them both their names, like, the same name. Uh, oh, I'm one of three sons, all with names that start with J. Our parents would just open the door and go Jonathan Jason Justin whoever just come like we We have the R's really yeah well my parents both got married before um also I love that we've jumped from like four conversations (laughs) that's fine like two minutes I love it I'm like this is like how my ADD like brain works this Um, conversation is for us fuck the listeners if they can keep up they're welcome to but I don't care exactly exactly. (laughs) but like my we are my parents both got married before they met each other and they had uh Lara and Dania but then when they got married they had Rafi, Raisa, Renny, Rachel that's wild. Yeah, I'm one of three J's, and my parents are both J's, which oh, is the weird. And then here's where it gets crazier. My brother married a J, has two kids, both with J names. Oh no, that's no, that's a lot. I can't. That's too. That's gonna just the complicate. That's like. <sighs> It's too much. Now there's yeah. like there's like 20 people with the name Jay Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm like, I like, I will try not to name any of my future children with an R probably just because, just because of the like, the confusion already in my family. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm like, yeah, I, uh, I went to my first workout yesterday at the gym. Um, Did you feel safe? Like, Did they do a good yeah. job? Oh yeah. They, they've, oh, the thing is, what's funny is they have always been so clean since they like started, um, since they started becoming, being the owners of the gym. Um, we used to have to clean stuff anyways in between. And like, I'm not going to lie in the beginning, I was like, Oh, this is so annoying. Like it's taking away from my, like catching up with a friend while I'm here. Or, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I pee a lot. So then I'm like, fuck, like I got to clean and I got to run and pee, wash my hands and then come back. And like, you know, whatever. It was like a whole process, but like, now, obviously, even more, I'm so thankful that they're so, like, OCD about the cleaning. Um, yeah, we had, like, our own station. They, like, re, like, during the, the, the shelter home, they've been, like, going in and, like, fixing everything. And, like, it's way more spacious. Um, you have, like, your own little bin. And, like, that's where you stay. And, like, all, like it's, it's you're going to be spaced, spaced out anyways because, like, the bars are more than six feet long. Right, so, right, like, right. 
I don't feel I like the the trainer's wearing his mask and like you have the option of wearing it. You don't have to. They they um, check your temperature while you walk in. You bring your own towel like. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. They're not fucking around, which I'm like, thank God, because that's like part for me, like not just physical like therapy, I guess I would say. I'm like, but it's like mental. Like I need to go there like for my brain. That's the main reason I want to talk about fitness is because I'm losing it a little bit working yeah. out at home. I'm not very. Okay. I'm more of a uh, power lifter. I like barbell workouts and. I am yeah. I'm three hundred I'm two hundred and eighty five pounds doing home body weight workouts sucks. It's like all right, I'll just do push ups. I'll I got kettlebells, I got dumbbells, all that shit. But wait, real I'm jumping around oh, crazy. Is yes. three is three two three in Atwater? Yeah. I think I trained there because uh that's oh. where I think Rogers used to train there and I guested with him a few times on op- open gym. Ben Oh yeah, Ben Rogers. Ben, ben Rogers, yeah, 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 yeah. He used to go there. Um a bunch of people I think you know, like Renee Goubet, um, Joe Wenger, yeah. um, Casey Faye. I'm like all these like comedian guys. Um, <laughs> Beck Medina, I don't know if you know her. She's no, I don't. she's also she's also UCB well, she was like a UCB gal, um, and now she like just she switched to like life coaching and she coaches there now. She's like one of their trainers. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I really I really like the space and I, and I'm picturing it that because of that huge open door too that helps for uh yeah. feeling safe in there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I just like I was paying my gym membership throughout this just cuz like I felt bad for the employees and stuff, but uh now they open back up and I'm like well, now I'm going to freeze my membership because I'm not going for a couple of months and I don't want to. Uh, it seems like you're going to have more people paying and going now. But that's yeah. that still scares me a little. Yeah, I paid. I paid because it was the only thing I like paid and was like, fuck it. Like I again, like to me, I'm like, well, I need food and I need to work out. And like right, if I don't right. work out like and I know like there's this, you know, like. And I'm big on, like, not body shaming and, like, you know, whatever, like, your body, however you want to, like, wear your stuff and be, like, I'm so, like, body positive. I mean, but, like, for me, like, I I like to be, like, I like to look for whatever I think is fit, you know, is I just like to, like work out enough to be able to like eat whatever the fuck I want. Like that's my biggest thing. Like I love to eat. I love food so much. And like, I love to like, if, I mean, obviously pre like COVID, like I love (laughs) to like, if I like went out one night and like had a bunch of drinks and then like, I want to go to a, uh, I don't know, taco shop or get pizza or like whatever. And like, if I want to eat a whole box of fucking Domino's thin and crispy mushroom pizza with ranch (laughs) dressing. Yeah. I'm specific because that's that's my jam and I don't give a fuck. (laughs) You, I want to eat that. And then, not feel guilty in the morning and like it's hard because like especially as actors like we're so I mean we're constantly judged by what we look like even like in improv on stage like I've been constantly judged by what I look like what I wear like we were just talking about like clothing before we started recording and it's like (laughs) that all like affects you that's like it just it all depends on like how people like judge you already and it's so hard to not have that in the back of your head right and then it's like also you we were you mentioned it briefly but like when exercise is part of your routine, when I when I got back into exercise in the le- like back back into lifting weights in the last like year and a half, two years, I had been on a downslope for a while, and when I came back, I felt better than I'd ever felt just getting to hit the weights and going in the yeah. sauna, and uh, then I carried into the quarantine and I kept up like home workouts for like a two months, but the last three or four weeks have been shit for me, and I'm feeling it mentally. Yeah, it's starting to get like I'm. I'm starting to feel sluggish. I'm starting to have that. I, I'm very momentum based, and I feel like if I take ten days off, starting the eleventh day is impossible. But in the same way, oh, if, yeah. I, if I work out ten days, the eleventh day is no problem. Like I can. I I'm so momentum based, and yeah. I just I just need to kick that shit back up. But 
I only really like heavy squatting, deadlifting, benching, pressing, and then some fucking Metcon, which is kind of hard to simulate at home. I know. I know. Like I, I've been, so I've, I've been going to CrossFit now, I think for like six years, maybe five, five, six years. Um, and when I first started, like I was like way heavier and then I like, you know, I was getting more into it and I could tell like I was, lo- and it's so crazy. Cause like, I never thought I would lose weight lifting weights, I guess. Like, cause I was always worried about like getting like too big. Bulky, and again, yeah. like as like a female, that's just not what I want to look like. Like I see some of the CrossFit girls sometimes and I'm like, okay, I'll take like their thighs and their calves and like their stomach. But the traps oh, are a little scary. But the tra- it's too much. And I'm like, and it's funny because like, then I started getting compliments on like my back muscle. Like I'll never forget. I was at, um, a pizza, a pizza place wearing like a tank top in the summer, like maybe like three, two, like two and a half years ago or three years ago or something. This is like three years ago. I feel like 2017 is when I hit like my like top like body where I was like, oh, okay, this is like what I want. Like I'm not super skinny. I'm not heavy that I think I'm too heavy in my head or whatever. Right, right. My, my clothes fits me good. I'm more of like, how does my clothes fit me? Can I wear these jeans and feel like comfortable that they're like a like a little bit baggy but they're not too baggy or whatever like i don't know i get like really in my head about like the (laughs) a little tight in the thigh and butt and a little loose in the waist is the exactly yeah yeah. yes (laughs) yes yes but then it's hard because it's like i already was born with a big cuban bot like a butt i'm like bod Uh, (laughs) a big cuban butt i'm like that's just genetics i've done sports my whole life so like even when I thought, like, I look back to pictures of me in high school, like, doing, like, sports, especially, like, again, now, like, I've been, like, cleaning out my, like, uh, my closets and this. And, like, I'm looking at these pictures and, like, I was so hard on myself. And Miami is, like, the body dysmorphia in Miami and in, like, Latinx families is so aggressive. Like, it's, like, it's so aggressive. I thought I was, I thought I was so fat, right? And, like, I thought that that I was so gross, even though, like, I I was in all the sports. I was a captain when I was a senior and a junior. Like, I was playing basketball in my school, and then my dad would pick me up after practice and drive me an hour to the other league in Tamiami Park, and, like, I would play basketball again for, like, two hours, and I look back, and I'm like, I was fucking fit. Like, I, like, was looking great. And I was so mean yo, to myself. Yo, I, I, I talk about this on the podcast a lot. A friend of mine sent me an old picture of us from high school. And he said in the caption he sent me, he goes, dude, we used to call you fat. Yeah. And I was like, I would kill now to look the way I looked my senior year of high school where mm-hmm. I hated the way I looked, where I was yeah. like uh, uh, stressed about taking my... I was never stressed about showing my body off just because I've always had sort of like a cocky uh comedy level arrogance where i was Same. like just Same. laugh laugh at my <laughs> laugh at my little male b cups here i don't care you yeah, know what i mean yeah. like i i'm i'm gonna roast myself so i get it but i'm looking at that and i'm like fuck dude if i looked like that and i have no real body issues i i've run a half marathon i've done like tons of fitness shit i still play rugby once a year but i w- i would like to look muscular and that's like I'm in that phase again and I'm feeling that again and I'm not yeah. I'm I'm on the outs with the way I look currently for but under the impression that's like life is hard right now like for every and my life and I should state this as a white straight man who has a job and an apartment and all that my life is mad easy and I'm having a very hard time with it so anyone whose life is remotely harder I totally fucking get it right yeah. now Yeah <laughs> No but I I get that because like 
like, look, like I'm so, I mean, I've been working out five times a week. Like if you follow me on Instagram and you fucking look at my shit, like I repost the stuff mostly because like, number one, I want to support like the gym and like show that, you know, I'm working out. If somebody sees it, maybe they feel like inclined to hit them up and like, you know, do yeah. a virtual, th- whatever that is, you know. Um, but also cause it's kind of like accountability for me when I do it. And it's like, I've been working out five days a week minimum, sometimes six and sometimes seven. I've done two a days. I I've like done fast and this is all during like quarantine. I've done like fasting, like intermittent fasting. I did a juice cleanse because my body is all fucked. And like now I have to be non-dairy because my stomach is just trash, which is already hard because I'm a vegetarian. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. Vegetarian and you're losing dairy. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now I'm like vegan, but like I eat eggs. Um, <laughs> that's it. And but because I need like some type of pro and whatever, but like I'm at like I like I've gained like 20 pounds. And when I tell you that I've gained like I know I've gained 20 pounds in the middle of this and it's so hard not to be hard on yourself, but now I'm just like okay, like just like get back to like I'm thinking about I'm like okay, 2017, that's the body that you felt good in. Great. Okay, so like what were you doing? I was eating macro, doing like a macros type of diet, which For, is like a 40, 30, 30 or, yeah. Um, uh, Beck Medina, I'll, actually, I like, she did me like, she just last week did me like a new, um, like a body thing. Cause like your body's different. So like right. I weighed more when I was doing it last time and I lost like hella weight, but I was eating so much food, like so much food, but I, you're in your house. So like, you're like, you know what I mean? Like the eating is so fucking different. Like, and also we're not moving like, me, Raisa, on a regular day, I wake up and then I have 500 fucking things to do. Podcast, <laughs> audition, like maybe go yeah. work my side hustle, like, um, I don't know, like run whatever the fuck errands it is that I have to do so that I don't do them, you know, tomorrow because yeah. maybe I have three guests for the podcast out here, whatever that is. And then I rush to CrossFit and I work out and then I come home and like my eating is all a mess, but for whatever reason it was working. And like, that makes us also like lose weight. Cause we're fucking walking and moving and doing other things other I, than just sitting on our asses, watching Netflix. Well, like, like we, we have a BMR, we have a base metabolic rate of calories. We burn just existing. And if you have yeah. a semi-active lifestyle, IE walking to and from auditions, parking far yeah. away from shit, hustling, mm-hmm. uh, being up for 14 and moving for 14 hours, you're going to just burn slightly more calories. And that shit adds up over a hundred days. Yeah. And then the other thing is like, uh, you were talking about uh, weightlifting, losing weight, just uh, uh, putting on muscle, but that raises our basic, uh, our uh, base metabolic rate. So you put on five pounds of muscle, the amount of calories you burn per day goes up a little bit, and then that's oh, yeah. and then that's where CrossFit hits their sweet spot because you're burning uh-huh. some calories doing those uh, metcons, and then you're also putting on some muscle, which lets your engine <laughs> yeah. burn calories going further, uh, further on. As, as your day goes on. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I'm like, I'm so happy to be back. I'm like, I'm obviously like taking my, I'm following all the precautions and all of that. But like, I'm also like, okay, well, like now let's see the difference now that I'm back in. But I'm still, I'm still at my house like right, a lot, right. you know? And then it's, I just need to like, I don't know. I'm like, I feel like I need to get up and like walk or whatever that is. But I'm like, I know this is going to sound so stupid, but I hate walking, like walking to places. Bro. I just got myself into. I mean, I'm from New. Really? I lived in New York. I lived in New York City for ten years, oh, so walking no. was like default. But then no. moving here, I was like, "This is great. I don't have to walk. I can get anything I want delivered." But lately, mm-hmm. and especially now that I haven't been running or lifting because I've just been 
lazy, depressed, sad, whatever you want, anxiety, whatever you want to call yeah. it. I'm like, at minimum, I just got to fucking take a hit from the J and walk two miles. Like, just like, <laughs> oh, that's nice. Because that's like the lowest level activity. And that's yeah. like my way in is like, once I'm going on walks like every day, then it's like not that hard to grab the kettlebell for 100 swings or whatever. That's fair. Yeah, I know. Like, I like started running again, but then I have like trash knees. So like, it's kind of annoying to run. And then like, after like three days, then they start hurting or whenever, whatever that is. And then I have the Theragun and I'm like, yo, like, I'm just like living like on the floor with a Theragun all over my body. Like, I'm just like, I'm very like, I'm very like happy that I'm a fit athletic person. And I can try a lot of things. But like, a lot of people don't see like the after like I play basketball in the girls comedy league. Right. And like after every game, I'm limping like after every game I play the entire game, though, I play like the the whole like there's number one. It's always like five or six of us. And <laughs> I'm like, I play the one or the two or I'm like, I don't know. And so it's one of those things where I'm like, I feel like I have to be in the game most of the time because of like what we're doing and like who is there and it's just I'm like I'm dead like I limp like I've like cried like last year like because of how much my knee hurts and I that's why my boyfriend got me the Theragun for Christmas because I think he was just like he felt terrible he was like my little old lady you need to fix your knees and now your roommate's like I, I God knows what she's doing in her bedroom <laughs> I know I know well, it legit looks like a vibrator right oh, yeah. everybody says that and I'm like bitch if you put this shit in your pussy you are gonna tear it it's gonna pop out like it's gonna, it's gonna plop out like everything's just gonna fall out oh my yeah, god if, if a woman uses that for pleasure she's gonna have no fun having sex with me if i <laughs> if she likes it there again i'm gonna be like oh well i i don't have any of those skills that's dangerous imagine? oh my god i know i know it's so funny that was like what everybody but guess what i posted that shit and now like nine of my friends ordered it because oh, i was like it's it so, works it's, it's so worth it. Like, I mean, I didn't have to buy it. It was I'm like, I couldn't afford it at the time. But like, it was a beautiful gift. Like, I was like, this is honestly one of the like, I'm like, I like, okay, I get it. Like when girls are like, oh, my God, I got like my Gucci purse or my this. And I'm like, oh, whatever, bitches. I got a Theragun. <laughs> you, you're like, bring it out with you to the club. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Ooh, don't. Yeah. I'm like, I literally, I have. I took it to a premiere like last year that I like had to like, uh, not a premiere, a gala. I had to like wear heels the whole time. And I had been traveling. I was in Querétaro and I flew in that day. And then we had to, me and like the boys from SAP, we had to like host. And like, I was going to wear heels all day. And I was like, fuck this. So I took it with me. And like before, like I was just like Theragunning and everybody was like, this is wild. What is happening? And I'm here all like all dressed up, like my hair, my makeup and like this beautiful dress. And I'm all like, <laughs> but it works. It works. I'm like, no shout shit, out to Theragun. Yeah. Like sponsor my life. Uh, a buddy of mine showed up with it at a pitch meeting one time. And I'm like, I'm like, what is that? He's like, well, I got to fly home. And I bought this Theragun. I'm obsessed with it. I'm like, yo, yeah. let me see. And I was like, we're waiting to go into a meeting in like the lobby of a production office. And yeah. I'm blasting my fucking quads. I'm like oh. trying to get my hamstrings like rolling over and shit. I'm like, yo, push this in there, dude. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. I like, I've taken it. Yeah, I've taken it to the podcast and I did it to all the boys. And they're all like, there's like an episode where we're all trying it. And I'm like, you guys make fun of me because I walk in here with three fucking bags all the time. But I'm like, <laughs> I got my computer. I I got my Theragun and like I got I, I got food. Like, I'm like I always have food. <laughs> oh, I got a big a bag of eggs and <laughs> vegetables. Yum. I, 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 
What's up? This is Gabris. Yes, I'm doing an ad in the middle of my podcast, but because it's the pandemic and not a lot of products are advertising right now, I want to advertise a product of mine. That is the Action Boys podcast, a podcast spun off from the High and Mighty podcast you're currently listening to. Our website is actionboys.biz, boys with a Z. That is a Patreon podcast, but if you'll see, if you go to that front page, we have about seven or eight episodes linked there for free, so check it out. Also, if you look through the back catalog of the podcast you're currently listening to, you'll see plenty of free uh, Action Boys episodes. Give it a listen, see if it's to your liking, and then come on over. Join us at actionboys.biz, boys with a Z, and biz with a Z, of course. And thank you. Back to your fucking stupid ass high and mighty podcast. Yo, uh, here's the here's the crazy thing about me. I've lost twelve pounds in this quarantine. All the guys. I know, but I and I don't understand why either. And I think I think probably a couple of the pounds is muscle because I haven't been lifting for like about four weeks now. But that it's not 12 pounds of muscle. I wasn't fucking that yoked either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the main thing for me is that my big food triggers, slip ups, whatever you want to call them are like late night eating after a show, drinking yeah. and eating on tour or mm-hmm. like just like traveling, like, or go, even going out to dinner with my wife and friends is when I yeah. just like take the fucking governor off and I'm like two cocktails, two glasses of wine, yeah, entree, appetizer, dessert, eat the rest of my wife's food. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all that shit and all that's kind of gone. Oh and my God. That's me. I'm the one that eats my plate. <laughs> oh fuck. Dude, I eat one and a half meals. Anytime me and my wife do anything like she's like, <sighs> I made, I made chicken sausage. I'm like, how many are there? She's like seven. I'm like, okay. She's like, I'm going to have two. I'm like, thank God. I I can have five then. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. Oh my God. That's so wild though. I wish I'm like, I could tell my boyfriend's lost weight too. And he eats like trash. I tell him all the time. Me and his mom are always like trying to like get him to eat. I'm like, I will like, I'll do healthy stuff and whatever. But then I also, I mean, I also, I've been giving in and like, I just feel like in the beginning I was just like, uh, even though I was working out, I was just eating like crap. And I feel like I didn't really drink that much, but I feel like I gained weight last year because I think every single weekend I had like two events. Right. Whether like, and it's one of those things where like, yeah, there's an open bar or like I'm at someone's house and there's free, like not free. I mean, obviously it's free. They're not going to charge you, but like, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, there's just a cooler full of beer and oh, it's and hot. S- someone's putting out uh, milk bar cookies. I guess I'll have one. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, oh. You're, you're grilling hot dogs. Yeah. I'll, th- I'll take one or whatever. Yeah. 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 There's a nacho bar. Oh my <laughs> God. I do need, I do need all this cheese to cover the entire plate. Like, fuck. What is Who wrong needs with chips me? when you have a fucking plate full of cheese? Oh, uh, uh, I know that. And I, I think I've been doing really well food wise. Uh, I'm sort of accidentally intermittent fasting because I was just, Mm. I'm just waking up not that hungry. So I'm just having a cold brew in the morning with a little, uh, you know, MCT uh, fat oil in there. And then not eating till like lunch at like two or three. And then eat, and even then it's just, it's so it has to be simple. We're not ordering food every day because like yeah. we can't afford that for two people. It gets too crazy. No um, way. But we're always like, oh, I'm I'm gonna make tuna on greens. You want some? Oh, I'm gonna make salad. You want some? So we're eating that. And then dinner. My wife is likes to cook and she looks forward to it. So she cooks dinner for us like five or six nights a week. And oh, nice. She doesn't eat beef or pork, so I'm not like gonna make her cook me separately. So we're eating just. Aww. 
chicken and fish every night and all home cooked meals. So even if I go ham, which I do, and I go and I eat a ton at (laughs) dinner, it's always just lean meat and vegetables. And so I've like, I'm accidentally trapped myself into like a healthy situation. And I, I also, that's good though. And I didn't want to drink. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't want to drink during the quarantine because drinking can cause me to get like, I can get caught up in a pattern and like get a little depressed from drinking. Yeah, yeah. But weed doesn't do that to me. So I've been smoking weed every day, not drinking and eating. And I'm like, oh, now I've lost some weight. I just got to get the exercise back on and I could mm-hmm. end up outside of this corner. And and I, <laughs> I spent today convincing myself because I'm so mad about not squatting and deadlifting and benching and pressing or whatever. But I'm like... That'll come back soon. You're losing weight from eating healthy. Just mm-hmm. do some fucking hypertrophy shit. Just do some shoulders, arms, back, chest. Fucking do yeah. some air squats. Do some goblet squats. Just get some muscular development so that when the when the shit's open again, I'm not back at squatting 135 for five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was so weak when we... Like yesterday, like... And I was the only one that was there that had in that class there's only five of us yesterday and out of five of us i'm the only one at least from what i can remember like from all the zoom pictures that i've seen i'm the only one that has been doing the zoom so they might be working out but i don't know and i was like my ass has been doing this for like fucking a hunt i like counted yesterday was my 101 day today's my 102nd day wait you did like a hundred days of working out in quarantine a hundred home workouts about um Okay, so like I would say out of a hundred days, I probably did about seventy-five. Yeah, that's I did fucking a lot. wild. And I so, did a lot, but I was dead still. I was dead, like in the warm-up. Oh, I, I'd imagine your gym was like posting like body weight at home stuff and shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, but can I tell you, my like ass and thighs got so big also in the middle of this quarantine. So like I'm like I know I gained weight like in my stomach, but all the workouts I li- like I like. I like was venting to the trainers. I was like, is anybody or, and everybody else on the Zoom? I was like, is anybody's ass real big? Is anybody's ass getting big? Like just kind of like checking in and like nobody. I'm picturing, n- nobody. Like, I'm picturing like 12 men on the Zoom, like just being yeah. like, uh, uh, we're going to need more evidence. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Why I'm, don't like, you? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't like because I can tell. And like, I'm like, I can't really tell certain things if they don't fit me well on my waist because they like don't go up my butt now. And I'm scared of right, ripping right. it. <laughs> and I'm like, and it, and the thing is that since we work, I work out so much, like, and not to be like, ooh, brag, but it's like my thighs and my butt, they're like hard. So like, I can't even barely like squeeze them into certain things. Like I have other <laughs> yeah. friends that their, their butts, their butts are bigger and their thighs are bigger. But like, for whatever reason, they're like, they're like, yeah, I never worked out, but whatever. And then they go, and they squeeze that shit in. And I'm like, how the, f-? like, I don't, I don't have that body. It's just, my body's so, I yeah. feel like it's, it's just been like hard. My dad always used to be like, would always like, like he would like fuck around and be like, those that and he'd like, or like my brother, he'd like slap my butt or whatever, like to like bother me. And he'd be, and then I'm like, ow. He's like, yeah, ow, you, you're fucking ass. Like, ill, like it's hard. And I'm like, I, I never thought that was a thing. And now I'm realizing that it's as an adult, it's so it's, it's from sports for sure. Yeah. It has to be from like, Oh yeah. I mean, it's just from fucking boxing out, grabbing rebounds like that, yeah. th- that for 20 years is just uh built in body, uh, uh, knowledge and like muscle memory but also if you're doing home workouts they're probably all posterior chain it's probably so all much. it's all air squats goblet squats swings uh deadlifts of whatever yeah. you know it's all that stuff so that's gonna just make butt and thighs pop which is I, I, speaking as a uh, <laughs> uh classic heterosexual male 
not a problem from Uncle I, Gabers, but I, I get I, it. But clothing wise it. is where the problem is. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. Trust me. Like I like to, I literally showed my boyfriend and he was like, he's like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, yeah, I know you think it's cool. But like, I'm trying to ask you, like, does it like I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Hot. Whatever. You fucking love it. Wonderful. I'm glad. But also like, does it look bigger? Like, do you think it looks bigger? Like, have you noticed? And he was like, I don't know. It's always big. And I'm like, great. OK, you're not helping me. Yeah. This I'm having I'm having flashbacks to like a weekly conversation I have with my wife. She's like, these jeans used to fit me so well. I'm like, I think they still fit you really well. And she's like, no, you don't know what I mean. And she's like, I appreciate you being a fucking horny old man for me, but <laughs> this is not exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm like, I think I might just like measure it and see if there's a, di- I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm again, I'm getting back into it. So I do feel a little bit more positive. And yeah. like, I did have like my sad girl days where like, I just stayed home and like just ate all day or didn't do anything and didn't work out or right. whatever that was. But then that's why like I started, like I would wake up and like put a sports bra on and leggy. Like I, I brush my teeth, take a shower, put my contacts, whatever. And then like my outfit, as soon as I got out of the shower every morning was a workout outfit oh. because then it's less work to like get ready for the workout. I had a I friend I had a friend who told me he was like if you're having a hard time getting motivated the trick is get fully dressed in workout clothes in the yeah. beginning of your day and then if you do get high or get distracted you like look down and you're like well, I guess I can go for a run or I can like, well, uh-huh. or I can drop down and do push ups right here. I'm not in my fucking clothes in any way. Yeah. So I think yeah. I, I, I plan on going for a long walk right after this conversation. <laughs> and I, maybe I'm even realizing I'm using you to motivate myself in this. <laughs> having When I emailed you for the podcast, I was like, wait a minute. And now I'm thinking, did I have an ulterior motive of just like, hey, <laughs> let's talk about fitness so I can get hyped up and get back into it. But. I, 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 and I've said this to all my guests. I didn't realize how many people I just ran into in my old life. Like, you're someone who we don't have any regular hangouts, but we run into each other a lot. And I'm like, yeah. oh, when I sent you the email, I'm like, I feel like... I haven't talked to you in three months. And I'm like, oh, I haven't. And I'm like, well, you're not that close with her. I'm like, but it felt like I, I just had Edgar and Jackie on. I'm like, they're my oh. buds. And I'm like... Right. I used to just like run into you guys at Earwolf or backstage at Franklin or at yeah. the train or wherever, just around at an audition or something. And now I don't run into anyone and I'm like, I don't have a job, like, but I guess you guys are all like my extended coworkers. <laughs> and I just realize and I'm realizing it now at thirty eight that I was like, Oh, this is important to like my mental health is like seeing people that even if I'm yeah. friends of friends with them, it's just the idea of like the hallway wave that matters at this yeah. point. Well, yeah. that's why I was liking the Zoom workouts, because the first week the trainers were just going into the gym and like doing the workout and showing us, and then they would post a YouTube link and email it to us. And I did a couple of those, but I'm not going to lie, I wasn't into it. Like, I need somebody to watch me because I was corrected, like, in certain, like, I, I've been doing it for years, but, like, I'm, I still do stuff wrong. Like, we still I, need coaching cues. You still don't know if you're butt winking or you're fucking uh, yeah. on your toes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I wear knee sleeves because, like I said, like, my knees are bad. And, like, I wear knee sleeves and, like, sometimes I don't know when my knee's going in. So, like, if you tell me, then I'm like, okay, like, in my brain when I'm doing, you know, the, you know, that front squat or whatever that is. Or, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, now I need to make sure, like it's in my head more but like if you don't tell me for like a month i don't give it like i don't fucking know i'm just gonna keep doing it wrong and it's gonna get worse so and you're like, gonna ingrain you're gonna ingrain the wrong movement patterns that habit so having yeah. those coaching cues are important yeah and then like seeing other people on the zoom was tight because like there were people that like actually that did the zoom and like i really not not that i didn't talk to them on purpose i just you know sometimes there's people that you just talk to or whatever you like you know you have confianza uh, like to like fuck around with them in the gym or say things but 
there were some people that I didn't really see or maybe they took another class. But yeah. then I saw them in the Zoom. And like, so now like, like, I'm like, what's up? Like, you're my friend. You're my Zoom workout virtual friend now. <laughs> like, right. we never talked in person really at the gym. But here we are on Zoom and like, wow, what a beautiful thing. Hi. Like, I get yeah. really excited to like talk to people. In the yeah. And I think it's good for people like us who are in the attention industry that like yes. to interact with people who aren't your roommate or your neighbor every once in a while. Because I. Yeah. I guess there's a certain level of extroversion where you kind of feed off the energy of uh, people and like simulating that, whether it's with a Zoom workout or talking to your neighbors or having a backyard hang or fucking mm-hmm. getting on a FaceTime with a friend like that shit is so important. And yeah. working out, I realized going to the gym itself like I'm a lifelong gym rat, like I've always been into sports and fitness, but it's always been about like. From when I was 14 years old, I had like a chest tries, back buys split. Like that shit mattered to me as a little Long yeah. Island meathead, you know? And then I went and played football and then I went to college and like every community I was part of was like weightlifting. Then I played rugby in New York and all this shit. So I got really into it, all those. And then I realized now as like an adult with like more perspective that just going to the gym is psychologically a big part of it for me. Yeah. Because there's something yeah. about entering the gym where you're like, okay, phone off waits time like I'm, i can't fuck around i can't be searching instagram's uh discover page i can't be fucking around you know I can't, I <laughs> oh can't. you're good i check my phone all the time i'm so bad about that i know like like the thing is that again when it's been normal like i i'm non-stop like i literally there's a video and i'll never forget i like posted it somewhere on my instagram uh it was just it was like me and like two other people working out um, and the owner, like my phone rang, but it was like, I was on hold for like an, uh, I was on hold on a veil for some big commercial. And so of course I'm um, like, you're, you know, your rep texts you like, Hey, like you're on a veil. It's between like you and two other bitches. And I'm like, tight. <laughs> All right. I mean, he didn't say bitches, but like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, that's what I, so that's what I read. And, then I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, All right. All right. And I'm working out and then we're doing burpees. And like, I run in the middle of the wad. Because I see it's my rep and I answer the phone <laughs> and I'm like doing burpees with one hand and he video, he like filmed me and put it on the IG and I was like, I mean, honestly, that's, that's who I am. Like, Th- I'm that's like, some Hollywood shit right there, but not, not, I, I don't mean that in a bad way necessarily. Yeah. Oh no, it's fine. I'm like, oh, it's, it's totally fine. Like I've, I've memorized lines. Like I've put the, my lines on the rower, like I've taped it. And then I like, when I'm like, do, oh yeah, I don't give a fuck. I put it on the bottom if we're doing weights. I'm like, I don't care. I make that place my home and like. I need oh, to work out. Dude, I do the same I do the same thing. I bring my <laughs> I bring my printed up sides with me and then I'll do a set of squats and then like while I'm stretching or whatever, I'm looking at it saying the lines. Yeah. Uh, here's my phone trick. I got the AirPods. Oh, and then yeah. I I work out. I bring my backpack to the gym, so I have my water, my jump rope, my shoes, or whatever. Put my mm-hmm. phone in there, so I can listen to my own music, hear it if I get a text or ring. But I then I don't at least constantly fucking because if it's in my oh. pocket, I'll take it out the second I am in between sets and just immediately look at shit. And then it's like, well, I guess I'm resting nine minutes in between yeah. deadlifts yeah. now. <laughs> so I, like, yeah. I've gotten so good with the AirPods, makes it so I, they're now it doesn't have to be in my pocket, and I can get some distance from it, and I could feel like. I'm less likely to check it. That is good. I'm like, I'm, but then I also get even more anxious if like I've tried to like leave it and then I'll check it. And of course that's like, I don't know what it is, but people love to call and text me when I'm doing CrossFit. 
Like, I'm like, it's just 5.30 to 6.30. Can you guys just, like, leave me alone? And, like, <laughs> I'll check my phone. And that's when everybody's blowing shit up for everything. My family, my girl threads with the hot goss, my, like, <laughs> SAP thread with just, like, whatever business stuff for us. And I don't know. I'm like, but, I mean, I definitely, like, I try to go all the time. Even when I have, like, my shows on a Friday night at UCB, like, I'm like, okay, the show's at 10.30. Well, if tech is at this time, I have time to run. And just, like, even if I just go and do and, like, I don't care if the class started, I'll just go and do my own thing and they're i think i mean not to say that they let me do whatever i want there but almost, they don't get mad i'm like yeah <laughs> they don't they don't get mad i think they understand my life is just already crazy enough and like yeah. it's like it's just look it's a blessing to just have me walk into that place you're welcome <laughs> yeah you are well you're just like walking they're like oh here she comes dude yeah, you're on like a, you got like a bluetooth headset on you're like oh, yeah. I, i'll take the gig <laughs> you know load that weight up for me i'm gonna do fran <laughs> oh yeah oh all the time and like people always help me with my stuff Cause I like, I like, I take my time and I'm like, whatever, like, this is like my house. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't care. Like I need to feel comfortable and whatever. And they do make it really, uh, really like, it's a really nice energy. And two, like, I think that one of the biggest things I always love about my gym when people tell me is number one, it's diverse as fuck. Like we have like all, like we have Latinx people, Asian people, black people, like fucking like uh, Armenian, like we, we got like everything. And yeah, we got white people too. That's tight. But like, it's also like, it's not like I've seen so many gyms and like, especially CrossFit places that are like just all white, big douchey, like meathead kind of guys. And I'm like, that's just not my vibe. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't work out with a shirt and like everybody there without a shirt on. No, no, no. Oh, I'm so yeah, I, yeah. I worked out at uh, my first, <laughs> my first CrossFit gym was CrossFit South Brooklyn. I now believe it's called Community Fitness South Brooklyn. CFSBK. Oh, right. It was the best gym I've ever been uh, part of. I love the, and it was cause it was in between like Carroll Gardens and Park Slope. It was like the most diverse woke, like everything was like uh, Wednesdays is queer oh. crush this, like every Everything was like we're t a class for moms that they could bring their kids I to. Love that. Yeah, like just so much woke ass South yeah. Brooklyn bullshit, and it was awesome. And then I came here and started going to Brick, which is in WeHo, and Brick was like. Uh, yeah. the, uh, for me, every workout was like a 28 minute chipper, and then they would be like, "All right, uh, ready, set, go," and everyone would take their shirts off. Every dude and every girl, every dude worked out in just short shorts and every girl wa worked out in like that, the CrossFit uniform, booty shorts, sports yeah, bra and high yeah. socks. And, and I get it. I do it too. Yeah. But like, I, hey, I'm, I would too if like my tits <laughs> didn't bounce when I ran. <laughs> I, I but, should wear a sports bra. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Could you imagine? Oh my god. Ah! Uh, make I'm like make like we need to normalize making sports bras okay for men. <laughs> that's 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 the tweet. Um That made me be like, I don't know if this is the gym for me, because it was just constantly like mega everyone was like six foot five, tatted up, shredded, and then they would yeah. just do these like 30 GHDs, 30 I'm like, I'm here for like the 10 minute AMRAP or the 10 minute mm -hmm. Metcon with like a three by five or a five by three or a five by five lifting component. That's like yeah. what my CrossFit experience has been. Never really like every once in a while, the Saturday would be like uh, filthy 50, something heavy duty. But like, yeah. you can't do like four long Metcons a week and expect to like live your life normally. That's too. not great. Yeah. That's also like all like just doing too much of certain things too is like, that's just not good for your bones and they just get you your muscles get used to it so like they need to change it up which is also like something i love like the programming like they program shit for six to eight weeks they tell you why we're doing this 
they tell you you're gonna, you know, probably PR and that's the goal. Great. Cool. So like now I know like I want to fucking like put a little, let me, okay, fine. This was heavy as fuck. I'll put a 2.5 or whatever. Let's see. Or I'll put a one and a one. It doesn't feel like it's a lot, but it is really. And so I guess that also is good. And like, I'm, I'm like, I have a lot of different groups of people. We do comedy. We know each other through, you know, UCB and comedy and stuff like that. But like, I have like my like comedy friends. And then I have like my just like, I don't know. I call them my like promo friends, like for my side hustle that I do like special events and promo. Like I got my promo friends and I have my like CrossFit friends. And then I have like, you know, my boyfriend's friends and none of them are like in entertainment. It's just like me and whatever. And it's one of those things where like, I'm so happy that I have so many different groups. Cause like one of my best friends that I've made in LA was literally a girl from CrossFit. And like, we still text. She doesn't even go there anymore. Cause she moved, but like, <laughs> I'm like, she's like, you know, Cynthia, she's my girl. Like she like goes on a, on a date or she has like a, you know, a, a personal problem or whatever. Like we're like for real friends We're like, I'm like, I've known some of these people in comedy for like so much longer. And like, I don't talk to them about real stuff, but yeah. like they, you know, this, this girl gets me, I get her. And like, she has nothing to do with the industry. And just like, we met doing CrossFit and I, Love that. Because as entertainers, I think we need to, like, have some friends that are close to us to ground us. Because, like, sometimes that could be, I'll freak out about something. And she's, like, she'll be, like, no, 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 no. Like, just, like, think about it this way. And she's, like, so good to talk to. And she, like, checks me. And I'm, like, yeah. oh, my God, thank you, Cynthia. I needed this. Because if I would have told this to one of my actor friends, they would have been, like, you're right. They would have yes manned me. Right, you know? right. And also, like, uh, they're, like, yeah, that is super important to me, getting a mod night yeah. Pack it in or whatever. But to your other friends, they're like, and what is this? And it doesn't oh pay. My God. And this, oh. yeah. Bro, yeah. <laughs> uh, what you're describing is something that I found in life that's really helped me stay sane. And that's why when I was doing playing rugby in New York City, like my friends would always be like, isn't that dangerous? Like you could get hurt. What if you get a black eye? Then you can't be, you can't audition because you have a black eye or whatever. And I'm like, the fact that. Every Saturday, there's 80 minutes where I'm playing rugby and not yeah. worried about fucking Harold's or auditions or anything. That's mm-hmm. so. And then that was the gym for a while for me, too, is that where it's just like, all right, like you said, oh, I'm going to put a little bit of weight on. If you're putting on uh, a little, if you're thinking about adding weight to your bench press, that's going to be something that's on your mind in lieu of, I'm wondering if I got that audition. Just having exactly. something else to think about. And oh, so, yeah. and the other thing is a lot about our career. I'm just screaming uh, all this <laughs> shit. I'm just like, <laughs> like I'm canceling my therapy tomorrow because I'm getting it all out now with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I'll send Thank you, you my Venmo. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I pay you what I pay my therapist, this will be one of the highest paid podcasting gigs you've ever had. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hopefully you Jeez. take Anthem insurance. Um. Uh, sure. I'll we'll see. figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how insurance works anymore. I haven't had it in so long. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> but like if you're if you're our career feels so frequently like you're not making progress. Like you could put out 20 weeks could go by of putting out uh, good episodes of your podcast, getting good auditions, having good shows, but mm-hmm. you don't book anything or you don't think you leveled up, and then you're like, fuck. 
10 weeks have passed and I, I made no progress. But if at yeah. the gym you're like, oh, I put five pounds on my overhead press or I put that's progress. And then at least oh, yeah. you feel like you're moving forward in the world. 100%. And also like, like I feel the same with basketball. That's how I was like in the, especially like I was so excited to like, just like have a place to go and just like ball out. And just like, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I did worry about my face sometimes <laughs> because, you know, you'll have a you have a Tuesday night basketball game and then the next day you have an audition and you're like, fuck, I hope I don't show up there with an elbow <laughs> to my face. my lip or a bloody nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, but I mean, it is what it is. And like also at the same time, it's like it's a cool thing to talk about. Not that that's why I would do it, but it's interesting how like I would walk into auditions or like I got... I would get like so many more like fit. I've been done a lot of fitness stuff. Like I shot like something for Powerade and Nike and like, um, like I, I've gone in for other stuff for CrossFit, which I'm like not the CrossFit. Like, I don't think so. Like I've, but I've gotten called in and it's like, normally I felt like that wouldn't even be something I would have been doing if it wasn't for the fact that I keep like playing basketball and I do that and whatever. And like, I do have something fun to talk about. That's not, you know, my show and my podcast and like all these famous people, because sometimes it gets to the point where like, you feel like you're name dropping with your normal friends. Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not trying to. And like, that's like a big thing that like I've had, I feel like in the back of my head, like the past, like maybe two years since my, my Spanish Aki show, like it blew up. Cause like, I am friends with a lot of famous people, especially Latinx, like famous people or whatever. Cause they do my show and like, we become friends. Like we're, it's just, that's the community. Like we're really like supportive. And then, you know, it's just, it's weird. Cause like, they'll be like, Oh, well, what'd you do today? Or like when you, and it's like, I don't like, I don't know. I was talking, I did this or like yeah. I interviewed this person and then you feel so tacky. I, I hate, I feel so tacky, but it's like, if you ask me, like I have, I don't, I guess I'm going to answer, but then if I can answer anything else, but that, like, oh, I did CrossFit and then this happened. Oh my God, we had such a good game or whatever. And I don't know, I shot a three, like almost from half court or whatever the fuck that is. Like, I'm so happy to talk about that other than my entertainment life. Yo, for real, <laughs> like you you sit there and you're like, like, like we're just saying like, it's good for your mental health to not be thinking about your career all the time. So you're not yeah. thinking about it when you're playing basketball necessarily. You're not thinking about yeah. it when you're at CrossFit. And same goes for like, it gives it just makes you a more interesting person cuz i do oh, have yeah. i do have friends that are exclusively entertainment uh people and like it's like talking to them it's like uh huh yeah i know i know i know that person got the job i don't care yeah. that that person yeah. got that job <laughs> i'm like i just want to be like and i think the version of that for a lot of entertainment people is like let's just talk about movies we saw but now as your friends get more and more famous they're like yeah, yeah. but i uh, so and you're like well let's not shit talk that actor too much cuz i'm trying to sell a pilot with them or whatever you're like fuck yeah. this i just want to talk to my and and low key another fun thing about this is when you're with your comedy friends they're like Oh, right. So tell me about CrossFit. Tell me about basketball. Yeah, and then when you're yeah. with your basketball and CrossFit friends, they're like, wait, tell me about meeting Luis Guzman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. I know like so many of my basketball girls that like, again, have nothing like one of them does urban planning and she like DM me Lauren. She's, she's a great basketball player. I love her. But she was like, yo, Pitbull, you fucking love him because I have all our plays since I play the one, uh, I, I call out the plays usually. And I'll be like, like my plays are like all like Latin next people so i'm like celia like celia cruz or like selena <laughs> j-lo pitbull and like Pit, i'll tell you right now pitbull is my play like that's that's, that's where I'll, i don't uh, that's where rice is gonna drive it in most likely that, like and uh, so they all know <laughs> uh it's time for pitbull it's mrs worldwide 305 mm -hmm. let's do this <laughs> 
so embarrassing. Oh my god, yeah. But like, it's it is it's so fun and it like it's um, that's so true. And also like in improv, like I'm that girl that can go on stage and do a scene about like crossfit and be correct with my terms or i can do a scene with the guys that are gonna talk about sports or whatever you know i mean i'm not like i mean my boyfriend is a huge sports head so like i've gotten way like he like follows like the guys that like leak all the stuff like you know like he's like really into it so you're getting some osmosis learning about sports from him (laughs) oh so much so much more than like already because i was kind of like yeah whatever like i do sports i know sports but like i don't keep up like now he's like like you know ben simmons and all these other things and i'm like oh my god or like when Kawhi. I was like the whole Kawhi thing. I was like, oh my God, Kawhi, I love him. Yeah, like, it's it was so just amazing. Like, oh my God. And it's just one of those things that like, I was like, I'm into it, but like you make me more into it because you're so into it. And like, I want to like understand why or whatever. Um, but then again, like I go on stage and I can, I can do a scene on it. And I just, you know, I might be able to do a scene about that. And then, you know, the girl behind me will most likely be able to do the scene about with you about Harry Potter, the Rings, (laughs) Star Wars, Star Trek. That's the shit I don't know. Like, so, but people know that they, people know that. Like, so like at least, you know, like when you get that, you know, it's, that's like one of the like things that's kind of like nice about talking about it and then your friends knowing you're good at it because then they'll pimp you out or whatever the term is now because I think that's there's a period of time in New York when I was like the funniest guy on my rugby team and the strongest guy at UCB it was just like yeah (laughs) and I'm like on rugby I'm kind of soft and not that of a tough much of a tough guy at the UCB I'm not that funny compared because there's so many people and then uh, but I would I would beg to differ on that one I probably I mean I I mean I probably could confidently say I was one of the funniest people at the time too but wasn't a gift, but I was clearly like I was the guy who was like picking up their scene partners, doing handstands, doing yeah. funny fat guy stunts where like I would climb the back wall or flip off the chair, do dangerous very shit. Very physical. Yeah, very. Me f- too. Yeah. Yeah, you get feel- you could be physical, and then when you go to play basketball, it's like you're the f- quick funny one also, and yeah. it's like. That's a confidence booster when you're competing against exclusively funny people or exclusively good basketball players. It oh, starts yeah. to you start to feel like a loser. But then when you're like, <laughs> "Well, I'm funnier than these guys, and I'm a better baller than these guys," yeah. it can really at <laughs> least all- get you in a safe, confident, like kind of cocky headspace. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, you were sp- talking about Edgar. Edgar was on my Herald team when I was on Herald. I was I was on it for one year. <laughs> uh, he was on my team. And- <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Listen. Uh, we all know UCB doesn't know how to handle a strong, a strong brown Latina that, you know, God forbid she has an accent and sometimes forgets how to speak English, but whatever. That, that's, that's a whole other podcast episode. Um, that one's even more topical than fitness. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, boy. I can't even. I'm like, people, people been people been texting me left and right being like, so when are you going to say something? When are you? I'm like, this isn't about me right now, babies. I'm like, this is, black li- this is about the Black Lives Matter movement it's not about me right now but don't worry like you've you've heard i'm like you all heard my story it's okay, yeah. i'm like i say i there's interviews where i like i'm like yeah. i still have my show at ucb and like i still trash it because of what happened and like all the other shit but right yeah that's a whole other thing but <laughs> edgar edgar was on my team and that's how we became such good friends um because we got put in the same herald team dicaprio and i'll never forget we did a scene that i don't know what it was but like they were like oh yeah right like something like you couldn't carry him or whatever and i was like oh oh yeah and of course like I had to like be like yes, ending it, and so I fucking carried that motherfucker 
throughout a whole entire Herald beat. Like I carried him like with my arms and like, he's, he's not like he's super not heavy, <laughs> but he's not super small. Yeah. Like he's like, like for sure he weighed more than me. And I was like, Oh my God, thank you. CrossFit. Like, because I, I mean, I was dying though at the end. I was like, Oh my God, fuck. Why did I do this? But I'm like, but you could tell, like it was one of those scenes that they're like, this, she's not, this bitch is not going to be able to. And I was like sweating behind my leg. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. It's a max effort at that point. You're like yeah. chalking up your hands and shit. You're like, yeah, ready like fuck the notes. Fuck the notes. Give me a note, motherfucker. I'm like, nah, I'm like, give me a note, bitch. You Give got the coach note. over your fucking yeah. head, fireman's game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm like, it is fun to like play with that, like the like fitness stuff on stage because I also I feel comfortable with Hell that. yeah. And then that reminds me when I was coming up in New York, uh, Chris Gethard was coaching one of my Harold teams. It, we were a team called Fwand, and Chris Gethard was just like, I want to see something. Gabrus, I want you to try to walk from this end of the room to the other end of the room, and the other seven people try to stop him. And the other seven people on my team were tasked with trying to stop me from getting from one side of the room to the other. And okay. I fucking did it with Dominic Durkis, who was a, I did jujitsu with oh. at the time, had me in a fucking <laughs> rear naked choke with his legs locked. Kevin Hines and Greg Tugalescu were fighting me, pushing my way. And I've got also on the team are Shannon O'Neill, uh, Sean Hart, Gil Ozeri. Shannon, Shannon is strong. She, she does CrossFit. Yeah, this was pre-CrossFit for Spo, but oh, she was al okay. she was already tough and badass to begin yeah. with. She's a baller, a uh, uh, basketball player and all that shit. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, but she's now into CrossFit heavy and she's fucking bomb. And she, yeah. I just drove them all clear across like while I was choking and everyone was like, holy shit. And I, I felt like truly like the Hulk. And I was like, yes. And I'm like, I'm now <laughs> bragging about wrestling seven improvisers that's yeah, nothing <laughs> i know i know well no but you're like you're like you're like well did the scene have a game like did you justify who the fuck cares i fucking been, like i did this it you're was welcome. purely a stunt you should enjoy it for that reason <laughs> yeah did you did you I have a question when you would go uh for dcm did you do cross would you like go do crossfit while you were there no i was never there for, i was i only went back for one weekend but when i was oh, okay. living there i would do crossfit and and then and then go to DCM for the oh, day okay. because okay. nothing feels good. Nothing feels like going to DCM after you've done CrossFit or uh, any workout. Cause then you're like, now I can do whatever the fuck I'm already being way healthier than I've ever been before at a yes. marathon. I could just go ape shit. Yeah. <laughs> feel oh yeah. I would go, I would go. I went, I remember I would, I used to stay with my cousin in the East village and I would, I would go to, I don't remember which one, but I would like just find one and go. And then I, and then I've also stayed with my other cousin in Dumbo. And so I went to the Dumbo CrossFit with her, her husband. Cause he was, he does CrossFit or whatever there. Um, but it's so funny because, like, I remember everybody would, like, be, like, in shock because, of course, like, I would post it, you know, yeah. like, to, again, like, number one, like, accountability and just making me feel good. I'm fucking, I don't care. But also, like, it's good I content. To, I, yeah. And I love to, like, promote, like, just that. I just love promoting fitness and, like, being healthy and whatever the fuck that is. And so, like, it was so funny because everybody would be like, how the fuck are you? Uh, and also, I would take showers. I would take, like, two showers while I was there. And I, I don't know how people just don't take showers while they're, like, in New York sweating in the middle of June and it's so hot <laughs> and humid. Um, but that, I'm like, that was a whole other thing. So I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like a weirdo to all my comedy friends because I'm here, like, um, I stay in Dumbo. Like, I go to CrossFit. I, like, I take two showers a day. And, and like, I'm... I refuse to walk. I'm like, cause I'm, they're like, my friends are like, it's only seven blocks, bitch. Seven blocks in New York is not regular. That is not regular blocks. That's like triple, triple that number. Uh, I just recently started 
uh, this last time I was on a high and mighty tour, two weekend tours before the quarantine hit. And I did, I've worked out at the hotels I was staying at for the first, usually on tour is when I'm like, oh, I'll take off. I could take Uh a weekend off. (laughs) But this time I was like, no, I'm going to keep the progress going. And then I would just do like an hour of working out in the hotel gym, hotel gym. If you're staying at a hotel, it's really <laughs> low maintenance to get like, you don't, you know, you can put your workout clothes on, go down the elevator, yeah. get whatever you want, buy a snack in the hotel and go back upstairs. Oh and yeah. You don't even have to go outside. You don't have to see anyone except for the other old person doing the fucking elliptical <laughs> or whatever. But nothing feels like, I felt like I was a fucking Navy SEAL when I worked. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to Austin, Texas to get fucking blacked out and do a comedy show. But in the morning I did an hour at the gym. You feel like you're a fucking hero. Like, you know that, like, right? It's like, it's a, it's experimenting with your own commitment and willpower in a way. And you're like, yeah, I do pretty good work. Like you're saying, you work out five or six, seven days a week from home. It's like when I'm on tour, it's like, if I keep this shit up, then it's, I can, you know, like, and then once you're going steady, when you're on fucking six months of working out in a row, it sucks to miss a weekend. So you will squeeze it in. And like you were talking about when I was at, in the last few months when I was doing good, it'd be like, yeah, I have a late show. It's like, oh, if I leave 45 minutes early, I can get a half hour in at the gym and shower up and yeah. go. And it's like, that just shit's gone from my life because A, I'm not going anywhere. B, I'm not going to the gym. So now mm-hmm. I just have to like find a new way to get motivated. I just have to build that momentum again. Yeah, I know. It's so hard because like I I feel like I tr- I've been trying to do the weekends where like if I don't like because also like I've had even during the quarantine, I've still had something every weekend like it's somebody's birthday or it was Mother's Day or it was Father's Day. Or it was, and, you know, like I, I I'm with my boyfriend and his family a lot. So like they have, you know, the family members here to celebrate these things like within yeah. our home or like the Zoom and whatever. And I'm like, it's so hard on the weekend still to like want to get up and do it. So then if I like. For whatever reason, like this weekend, I didn't do Friday, I didn't do Saturday, and I didn't do Sunday. So like Monday, I went to the gym. And for me, it was three days of not doing it in my house. And then I did it in real life yesterday. And I was like, I am a guy with me. I'm like, I was so fucking dead. I was just like, <laughs> I was dead. But then I woke up today and I felt good. I didn't feel terrible, but I did feel like pretty dead. But I do it when I travel to like in Miami. My family all knows. I'm like, I'm going to work out. So like... From whatever time it is that I want to work out, like there's my friend has a owns a gym there. So like I would go to hers for free and like they had like boxing classes. It's like a boxing gym and I would just go on the side and do my own stuff. I'm like, look, I don't want I don't want you to think I'm taking up a space. I'll just go to the corner. And she's like, no, 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 you could. I'm like, no, no, no. I rather do my own stuff. And then I just like follow old wads and just do it there. That's awesome. But it was. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I try so hard because, again, I go to Miami and like I'm going to eat so much Cuban bread, so much Cuban food. Like I'm going to have just so much. They're going to feed me. I never have to like pay for a meal because my friends take me out and they like feed me because they're like, oh, poor struggling actress. And yeah. you're right. Keep feeding me. I'm yeah, like, uh, you're uh, right. I'm not going to turn down free food. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to show them how much Patreon money I make. I'll keep taking yeah. free food. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, the funny thing is, because you have a, I have a podcast or like if I do a commercial or whatever, everybody thinks you're rich. I'm like, you don't know that 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 one that that commercial was a one day shoot. And yeah. even if I got, you know, another six months rotation in it, I'm like, that should just pay for my rent. Maybe like that's the, it. The <laughs> amount of people outside of New York and L.A. who find out I like live in an apartment without a dishwasher and no, like they're like, right. oh, I thought you were rich because I saw you on TV a few times. It's like, no, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, and also, uh-huh. I don't know why I'm not rich yet. It's because I'm yeah. <laughs> bad with money. <laughs> you are, though. 
on a lot of stuff. Yeah. You are like in so many things. I can't. It's like, you're one of those, you're, you're definitely like one of those guys that like, I'm like, oh yeah, like. I like I'll watch a show and then you pop up. I'm like, of course, Gabriel jump is on like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, fucking of course he is. And it's not like it's not a surprise. But yeah. there's like certain people like that. I see like Dave Tooney. I fucking see Dave Tooney on so many shows that I watch that are not even comedies. I think like, I think Dave Tooney is legally bound to appear in every in an episode of any show because he he has the perfect like while we're talking about Tooney what a great look and voice for a guy to just play the dude who hands you I mean and he's talented and funny that all said but I'm I'm going purely from a Hollywood perspective of like his voice and look are so perfect for just like guy at the store dad at the thing like he's so quintessentially perfect for that shit yeah and he like does like so sweet nice guy and also he and does creep. like creepy it's yeah. like it's so crazy like like so like how like yeah that's yeah 100 percent. where i'm like i like look down like i'm like i'm like so nice and sweet but people think i'm not so like i feel like that's why i go in for that stuff other than comedy obviously but i'm like i'm like they n- i never go in for like the nice girl next door. like none of that nice shit i'm like the mean girl or the whatever and the I'm tough like, the yeah yeah and i'm like okay fine but like i'm also like really sweet <laughs> you should know that I'm very sweet as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, look at my Instagram. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm like, Wait, that won't help you anything. Back to Cuban bread. I want to talk about yes. this for a second because oh I okay. think I I don't know if this was on camera, uh, on uh, mic or off mic, but uh, my childhood best friend uh, was half yes. half Cuban, half Ecuadorian, but his Cuban family lived his abuela and abuela lived in uh, uh, Miami, and we'd go every year. Do and you know my, what part? Uh, South Beach. Oh, they lived on the beach. Uh, yeah, they lived in like, uh, uh, like in like a co- a huge apartment complex, like kind of on the beach. This is the memory okay. I have distinctly because we did it every day. <laughs> we would rollerblade. This is also sh- show you how old we were. We were like thirteen. Oh, yeah. So this was at like nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety six. Okay. We, are, we would rollerblade from grandma's house, and we were two kids, just the two of us, would rollerblade to Alex's Cafe and get uh, pan cubano con mantequilla, un, uh, uh-huh. media noche, y, and then uh, banana milkshakes. We were so obsessed um... with these three dishes. And I'm so white. I'm leaving thinking that banana milkshakes is a Cuban food. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't like yeah. realize I'm like, I know I'm like, oh, Cuban bread is specific. Uh, Cuban sandwiches are specific. I'm yeah. guessing about it. So I'm like going back and talking to his mom and I'm like, oh, I just love Cuban food. Banana milkshakes. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the batidos. Batidos are big. Batidos are big like for Cubans because they have like batido de mame and like other like just like other fruits. I feel like, yeah, like they're just tropical like yeah. stuff. And since you're in like... Since you're in like a place like Miami that is so tropical and hot and humid, like definitely those things are refreshing. They're also hella like freaking full of sugar. But, yes, yes. But like natural sugar, but just like it, they also like sometimes adds to add more or whatever. Oh, they but 100% like, put like banana syrup on top of the banana and the sugar. Oh, yeah. 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 But like the, the medianoche bread is different than the Cuban bread. Oh. Because so, it's yeah, like the so panini, like, like it gets the one that gets pressed is different than the. I mean, they both can be pressed because like your tostada, like a Cuban, like a Cuban breakfast, like tostada is just like Cuban bread. Right. And it's like usually like it's like the Cuban bread is like fat, like more like fatter or whatever, yeah. fluffier. And then they lo planchan. So they put the mantequilla and then they, 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 what do you call it? Um, what do you call that thing? A panini Plant? press or whatever. Yeah. Like, aham. Uh-huh, like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it in English, but like they like squash it. Uh, like, <laughs> they squash it.
squash it in a metal thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think, chunk. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, and then like that's your but that's like a breakfast. Like it's so funny because like, yeah, like like white people have like toast and bread and like a coffee, but like Cubans will have like un cafe con leche or a cortadito con leche. Like I'm like I'm very specific. I like my cortadito con leche evaporada, so like evaporated milk yeah, instead yeah. of the regular one. And then I put like a little hint of salt. I don't add any sugar, and then I drink it like that, and then yeah. Oh wait, that that sounds like a way I want to try it. Yeah, yeah. When you, I always tell my friends, like I remember Marcy was there, um, like she did like a layover, and she's like, I'm gonna go to this place called Vers, or where should I go? And I'm like, go to Versailles and order exactly like what I tell you. And she like ordered. She was like, I felt very cool, like because I ordered like the leche vaporat. She like said it like with her like Marcy accent, like yeah, she yeah. wasn't <laughs> trying to do an accent or anything, whatever. Oh, but, like it just. <laughs> there's nothing great. There's nothing white people love more than seeming like we're at little more cultured than we are i'm the king oh, of that boy. and i'm like like I'll, I'll be like when we were in barcelona i could like order food in spanish because like that's the most extent of spanish i know is still just food from working at bars and restaurants and shit too yeah. so i'm like uh and my and like the you see the waiter go like oh and then i'm like i'm a fucking and then they ask me a follow-up question in spanish and i'm like uh, yo yeah. no sé. Com, uh, como se dice ice? Yellow. Yellow, yeah, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's me. But listen, don't worry. That's me with a lot of my Latinx friends, too. Because, like, you know, the it's it's even here. Like, I don't speak Spanish as much as I wish I did. Like, I even with the boys, like, on the podcast, a lot of people will be like, oh, is your podcast, like, in Spanish? And I'm like, no, like, we speak it, but it's not only in Spanish. We have one episode um, with this big um, Latinx actor that's all in Spanish. Um, I was going to say, you guys should do Spanish episodes because that's cool. That's a fun yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, we did that. But, like, also, like, it just, if it comes out, it comes out. Like, we, well, like, I'm, like, we're very much, like, we don't try to, like, push it. But it's so funny when we have guests. And especially if they're not Latinx and like we sometimes will do the improv or like they'll say something and I'm always like, I'm like, mm, is this going to be the guest that does like a weird accent and we have to edit it out because it's problematic? I'm like, is this going to be that white person? I love you, but don't fuck it up. Hey, but may, like, uh, you know what? Maybe hold off on having me as a guest then. No. <laughs> no. You know I'm going to try an accent. I'm like, you know, but there's some people that like can get away with certain things. To be fair, you know. Like, oh, no, are, no. I will. I'll fuck. <laughs> and, uh, I'll uh, roast on a spit for that one, but uh, I am tr I'm truly trying to get my Spanish back. So this was uh, this is like inspire. Even hearing you just use a few <laughs> words was like so inspiring. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go. F I'm going for it. And and I feel like in the quarantine when I don't have a job, I should be like dedicated to like learning something. So maybe uh, down the yeah. line I could come on SAP and I could speak my like broken second grade English, uh, broken second grade Spanish to you guys. That's fair. I mean, look, you're on the, I told, I have a list of like guests and stuff like that. And we, you know, we try to be like, we're trying to, the only like people that we put on that like are uh, white, <laughs> uh, like they have to be like a good like white person. Like we don't, like I've had like offers of very like famous white people and I'm like not like they're not great they don't do anything to advocate for any type of minorities or anything and I'm kind of like cool so you're gonna use my platform to talk to like my people and like you don't do anything for us about I'm not your interested. upcoming indie movie or whatever yeah no yeah <laughs> yeah and like but you've also you've done our show you you're already yeah. like you know what I mean like you you were like a big get for us because we wanted to do a fundraiser show for Raices which you know was yeah. helping uh, raise funds to help the the children that are right now and still in cages and you know in uh texas and so like that was like a really cool show and like everybody that like we got we got i'm like we got white people like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so we weren't like you know that was a really fun Wait, show I, you guys something specific it. i remember about that show is somehow randomly 
the Miami Sound Machine came up and I played Tito Puente, and then you were you came up to me afterwards and were like, I like you're so excited. And you're like, I'm not gonna do your accent, but you were like so excited. You're like, and Gabrus, you said Tito Puente at the show for the spe-. and I was like, I didn't even. I just like he's the only name I know besides Gloria Estefan for the, the sound MSM. So I came out swinging, yeah. and I was like, I felt so. I was so happy when you said that. I was like, I was not only right, but like culturally appropriate. So thank yeah, God. No. Yeah. A, a lot of I'm like that's like it's it's so fun when like somebody throws like something that like you can relate to and it you know what it's isn't it crazy how you're a white guy you said that and I fucking loved it and like that's like the kind of stuff that like when I was on like Harold like I like the amount like I had a blackout scene like I blacked out one of our like our third beat or whatever in Spanish and like we got the blackout like it was like a whole like I was speaking in Spanish. And so many people remind me of that show. And like, I forget, I don't think about, you know what I mean? Like I forget. And then they'll be like, remember when you did that scene? And I'm like, dude, this was like three years ago, whatever the fuck. And they're like, yeah, but like, I had never seen that. Like, I also had never seen someone speak Spanish on that stage other than like you. And it wasn't like someone trying to speak Spanish. Like again, (laughs) and no shade if you're Latinx and you're on a team and you don't, you know, you, you don't, you know, you feel like it's weird. I get that. But like at the same time, like it was, it was really interesting to see that. And then you do it. And I still like, I love that because it's, (laughs) it's still nice to like see certain things, like be relatable when, especially when they're so like specific to you and you think like a lot of other people don't know it. Like, I don't know, like even like when I post like Celia Cruz or something and they're like, I posted a picture for Father's Day of like um, my dad was Celia Cruz um, and like we were in it or whatever. And she's like very, very, I mean, you know, RIP, but she's very, very well known. And like the amount of like white friends that like responded to that picture, I was like, oh, cool. Great. Like, I love that, you know, about like my culture. Wonderful. Like, I loved it. Yeah. And we're not going to get anyone talking about Celia Cruz or doing the third beat in Spanish if there aren't people like you and like the tons of other performers at UCB and around UCB who maybe potentially could be at UCB until we have uh, like and imagine the people that saw you say the third beat and 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 I'm making it sound like it's a bigger deal. It's it's a 250 seat theater, whatever. But if there's five people there that never saw anyone speak Spanish before and they see someone speak Spanish on stage and they feel like, oh, you can even just like no one says you can't be on a Harold team because you also speak Spanish. But we're not seeing a lot of that represented either. So for fucking yeah. for so- someone in the crowd to see that, that means a lot for someone in the crowd to see someone come out and say like for you to post out your cruise and for people to know who that is like. There, people aren't going to post about that. You might, and yeah. that's like, and that's how what we're not going to get to that level of culture until we have that that variety of people around. I mean, that's yeah. like how I try to live my own personal life. I'm not special in any way. I mean, I'm white. A lot of my friends are white, obviously, but I'm just constantly trying to learn new shit. So the only way for me, at a th- as a 38 year old man who doesn't want to go to school to learn new shit, is to keep meeting <laughs> new people. And yeah. so for me, I'm seeking that shit out constantly. And I just think for a com- for comedy, like it's it's your best bet. It's just the yeah. more fucking different voices being fucking funny. Can't yeah, hurt. no, it's it's that's I like the whole thing. I'm like, again, like it is very topical because it is happening and there's so many things that we don't know. Like, we don't know if it'll come back and if it does, like, what's it going to be and who's going to be there and what's going to be in charge. And it just like it, it I, I like can like I what I want to see, like, I would love to see like the number of Latinx uh people that signed up for classes since I started doing my show because I like I got we've gotten we had we've had so much trouble and like you know like not to again and it's not a brag but like 
We've had some of the biggest fucking celebrities like on our stages and watching our show, like not just like on the stage, like people like Gina Rodriguez and like Diane Guerrero and like uh, like these like famous, huge like women that are like a big voice in the Latinx community, but are also very much well known by the general Anglo market, like are just coming to support. And yet I have to like hear back about a three, every, every three months we find out if we have a run, like, come on, dude, like fucking there's shows with a bunch of white people that like barely fill up half of Franklin. And I have to wait to find out if we're getting a run. Like, it's just, it's one of those things that it's like, a lot of people don't know all the shit that like we've been dealing with. And then the amount of people that come up to us and are like, oh yeah, I signed up for a class. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't get any of that money. I don't care. Like, that's not what why I do it or not, yeah. neither of you us. Knew the, you knew the us. deal. You knew the deal when you signed up, like like yeah. a lot of us. But you have to start looking at like purely on a bit. We're not even talking about on like a, a moral imperative, a in, in an a, uh, opening up to ideas from all different people. But on a purely business sense, feels like it might be good to have that show running. Uh, mm-hmm. Like if you're getting Latinx people who are coming to the show because they don't know anything about it other than, oh, sick, it's Latinx comedy coming yeah. to check that out and then going and they teach classes here. Oh, shit. What is this place? And not to mention, maybe they come back for another show that isn't SAP. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that shit happens. Oh. 100 percent and i'm always i'm like i'm like i like my side hustle i do marketing and special events and promos and all that bullshit but like i know about the marketing world and like latinos spend money on they're loyal and they spend money and like you know they like more they're they're at the top of like even like female latina women are like the number one to refer the what they're wearing or like what where they bought something they'll post it they're not an influencer they don't give a fuck but they're posting it and sharing it because they care and they want people to know this is a good product or whatever like there's literally like like statistics and like facts on this it's not me just being like i'm latina and we're the best and that's not what that is but it's like well i'm gonna believe you i'm gonna believe you on let me allow me to be uh, uh allow me to stereotype uh, every every latinx person guy or gal i'm or uh, no matter what gender they are i meet is they are oh you oh you you like this my cousin my primo they have a place that you have yeah. to, like and it's oh and it's not even like they're hustling for their fr- they just know anytime i talk to and this is again I'm using a stereotype, but you're, uh, you're, we're talking about it. But every yeah. time I talk, a Latin expert, you know, and he'll be like, oh, dude, you have, oh, you got to try this place. You got to try this place. Yo, I know the guy that works at this place. Yeah. You got to go there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Thank you. This is a lot oh, of yeah. information. <laughs> 100%. 100%. The other day I was like, oh, my cleaning lady hasn't been able to come. And also like I hadn't had her during COVID, but like now me and my roommate felt comfortable like to have her come in and like I was just going to be here and we were all going to have masks and whatever. And like I just, I needed like my place to be cleaned by someone else other than me and my roommate and I posted and so many people referred me their cleaning ladies and I was like I want someone that's undocumented I'd love to give my like hard-earned unemployment money from the government to someone that like needs the money like why am I gonna like pay one of these like services like tidy or whatever the fuck and like have like a some like white girl come and clean my apartment that she doesn't even want to be doing this because she'd rather be on set filming and I get it but also like I don't want you cleaning my place if you're not gonna clean it like as a like a legit job and all you gotta do to have an undocumented cleaning lady is just you know you can't use an app like that's like it's not like it makes it and so I like made a google doc (laughs) and I was like okay if she speaks Spanish great I don't care like I'll like put that and like I already have like 10 people that like sent me and I shared it with like people that I trust and all of that and I was like see like these are like the little things that like are important like I'm gonna refer this to like 
20 people, right? Those 20 people are going to send it to another 20, whatever. And like these women will continue to get work and like, it's great. And they're people that we can trust. And I'm like, so I don't, I just, I don't understand why certain things like, you know, again, going back to like the UCB thing, like it's not even our show. Like there's so many other shows that I'm just like, there you're getting these people of color to like show up and pay for all your classes like they're they're putting their money into your school and there's no opportunity for them like there's lit like like you have to like like i mean it's like pulling fucking teeth to like have like another brown person on the team well we already have two and it's like why can't i see like a team of like all a mix of like ethnicities. Like I literally have even, I've done a Herald in Spanish with people that are not even Latinx, but they spoke Spanish from another team. Um, And I like pitched it, you know, like when they like have um, the Monday show where they bring back the old Herald teams, like the night before the, before the new teams are like, whatever they have like that week off. I'm like, Oh, like uh, if you guys need like a Spanish speaking Herald, like that would be cool. I think it'd be really cool. Like I'd love to see like a, like a Korean or Japanese, you know, like speaking Herald. Another language Herald. That'd be so, I would watch, I would watch a Harold night that was a, a, each Harold was a different language. That would be so fun to yeah. watch. Cause especially as an improv like fan or nerd, you could like try to determine what the second beats are just like yeah. watch it. Yeah. It'd be so fun. 100%. That's a and great I'm idea. Like- yeah, I mean, I've, hey, listen, we've had Harold shows and they were like, we were only given the inner sanctum of because, you know, that's where they like to throw all the like, not cool, popular shows in their mind or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay. And like a bunch of people showed up, not as many as probably could have if they actually helped promote it, but whatever, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard not to talk about these things because again, it just happened literally this past weekend, uh, a lot of the no, stuff. I don't, <laughs> please speak on whatever the hell you want to yeah. speak on that's fine i i'm a long time ucb person but i've never i have like in the last seven years haven't taught there or coached there or anything so like i'm so detached i'm not on any team but ASCAD. but i'm i'm still like hey let fucking young people and especially young people who aren't white sort out what this is going to be going forward i'm yeah. not going to be at the theater for another 20 years but other no. people might be let them yeah. fucking figure it of out. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And like, you know, even speaking of ASCAT, like they added new people this past year and not one Latinx person was added. And I'm just like, yeah. you like, I like, and again, it's not because he's my friend and my like, I mean, he's literally, I mean, Oscar Montoya is one of the most talented people that UCB has ever like had the chance to like put on stage. Like, Very funny dude. Very funny For sketch. Dude. Yeah. For sketch, improv, for anything. He's like, he literally checks like three fucking boxes for you. How dare you not even ever put, like they had him as a monologist after I like tweeted and like posted it and like a bunch of people like I don't think it was because of me but they like had signed him up to be a monologist not even to perform and it's like how do you like he's Afro Latino so he's black he's Latinx and he's queer like yeah. are you like I'm just like you want to check your boxes let great me- there's your three boxes but also fuck all of that he's fucking good like yeah. he's so talented or let him do it let him do a few and find out if you don't if it like that's the other thing too is yeah. that like People aren't even getting a chance. It's one thing to get a chance and be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, but yeah. like, and at least in that case, someone got a chance. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I don't fully understand the logic and, and I don't even think there is a logic, unfortunately, which is like, Mm-mm. and I'm not trying to defend any of the people in power, but it's, 
I think it's high time they started using logic and started really yeah. thinking about what, what they what they want to represent and who they want to have on that stage yeah. and shit. Yeah, because I, you know, and then again, like, and then a lot of people do sign up for classes and whatever, and they, like, were inspired by watching us or one of us perform whenever. And then, you know, I go to a party and somebody corners me and tells me about the racist shit that happened to them in a class. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, like, I, like, I love, I love to help, but I'm also like, damn, I can't even have a beer without having to hear about someone fucking complain about something and I get it and I I, I say complain and like in a way where I'm like I want to hear you out but also like you know sometimes you know I want to go out and have a drink and not fucking think about even though I'm with my UCB friends like I don't want to be talking about all of this because I'm already like drama yeah or whatever yeah Yeah. and I'm and it just you know it sucks you know I definitely I'm hoping you know that the project rethink is is definitely gonna make some moves and who knows I don't know I was on that that zoom on Saturday I was getting an eye my eye exam in the middle of the zoom (laughs) which was Costco I was it was ridiculous I like was like oh, I'm like here and then like you people can get are, like, an eye exam at and Costco? I'm like fuck and I'm here like E Z oh yeah it's the cheapest place <laughs> without insurance uh-huh yeah oh yeah oh I did my research bro fuck that I'm yes like, you did that's awesome that's I'm good like, news <laughs> yeah I'm like now I need to order glasses for cheap send me the link send me the link no but seriously though like yeah I was like listening to that and like I don't know it just it sucks it's like it's so hard to like want to go back to something even if they do make changes it's like i don't know like yeah. what i well, don't know there's only time can only time will tell we got to wait and see what happens and exactly. then we'll, we'll sort it out from there uh, yeah. it uh i'm excited it can't be <laughs> it's either gone or better like it's yeah. like it's not gonna come back and be worse i feel like at least so i don't think it'll yeah. be gone either there's too much there's a lot of positive energy building behind uh, behind movements there too. So I, I'm confident. Yeah. I'm confident that it won't be the same, and I think that is a, a compliment. I think I, I think it's going to be different in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Risa, what do you want to what do you want to plug here? Thank you so much for coming on High and Mighty. I'm so fucking pumped. I might start lifting weights t- today. Uh, what uh, What do you have yes. to plug? You got Spanish Aki presents on Earwolf. Tell my listeners a little bit about that shit. Um, yeah, so Spanish Jackie Presents is a, uh, it's a podcast on Earwolf and it's myself, Oscar Montoya, Carlos Santos and, uh, Tony Rodriguez, uh, all UCB people. We started doing a live show, uh, at UCB and they hit us up to just like try it out and they liked us. So they gave us, they gave us a season or whatever you call it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like today our fifth, our 50th episode actually dropped, which was pretty cool for oh, someone who yeah. like, yeah, Nicole Byer is our guest which we love. Um, and, oh, that's awesome. uh, yeah. And so, um, yeah, we, things have kind of like shifted a little bit during, uh, during COVID or whatever. We haven't been able to have our in-person like, um, interviews, but usually before COVID, it used to be like, we'd have like a topic called que te pica and que te pica is like, what's itching you. So like, what's bothering you? So we would do topical like stuff. And we'd also just do like basic shit that you'd see like on a Cosmo magazine. Like, <laughs> uh, when, when, when is it too, too late to text your ex or like what, <laughs> like that kind of bullshit, whatever. Um, <laughs> which sometimes is fun because like, we are all so different. You know, Carlos is like a pretty, like pretty straight boy. And then I'm like, you know, this like sporty, like Latina and I have a boyfriend and then none of them do. And then, uh, Tony, you know, is just the 
fucking wildest gay man I know. <laughs> yes. and, and Oscar is just like perfect. And they're like, I mean, they're like my family. They're my boys. Um, and yeah, so we get into some topics. Sometimes we get heated. A lot of times we do a lot of political things. We like to, you know, make sure that people like that listen to us are not just there for the comedy, but like we want to make sure like we're talking, we're hitting shit that like is affecting us. Um, and you've had, you, know, you guys lives. have had great guests. Uh, yeah. I, I was like scanning through the last like eight or so guests. So it was wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've had, we've had a lot of big guests. We've had, you know, Pitbull, Luis Guzman, Nicole Byer, Michael Trevino. Jan, uh, we've had, um, Janine Mason, um, girl, the people from stars, uh, Carlos was on Gente Fight on Netflix. So we had everybody from Gente Fight. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. And, you know, but we also then like we'll put like someone like uh, our my boy Danny from El Cochinito. Uh, that's my favorite Cuban restaurant in Silver Lake. So if you're, you know, in L.A., you want to check out like the most what I think is the most authentic and yummy place. And also like they're woke as fuck. I hate that word, but they are like they don't give a fuck. They've been posting about Black Lives Matter since like before it was like a thing and yeah. um yeah so like they're great El Cochinito, but like so we like to also like put up and coming people and we interview them and then sometimes we do improv at the end um but yeah during covid we've been doing the zooms so that's been we haven't done that many get the picas but we're trying to get back into it because right. a lot of people want it um but yeah i'm like i don't know sap i'm like that's that's yeah. pretty much what i have going on right now <laughs> so whatever app you're listening to high and mighty in open that up and just uh subscribe to sap and also when uh you're back uh when the theater's back open keep your eyes peeled for the sap show and go check that shit yes. out um yeah. assuming well who knows what whatever that means and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see i'm like we'll see we'll see if they can handle uh, this <laughs> and uh well where can people find you online what's your uh, social media I'll, I'll tag you when this post goes up but just let okay, them know okay yeah um um on instagram and on twitter i'm at riza licea r-a-i-z-a-l-i-c-e-a and it's mostly you know work bullshit but also look you get some hot you get some hot pics sometimes i was about to say God, i feel like i feel like my listeners are going to be like she mentioned something about a butt pic <laughs> like, you know? yeah yeah well that sizzling yeah, finger as they I, scroll back i did i did a. I wanted to do uh when i told you speaking of fitness just a quickly i guess button that one but like i i felt so like proud of myself for like putting in the work for like a like that one year that I like killed myself like just like putting in the work and I was like I want to do a nude photo shoot and so I did a nude photo shoot and I did like mostly like the one I mean the only ones I'll post are like implied nude I don't like put like anyways Instagram will like block that or report yeah. it or whatever you don't put like the but, little like, smiley emoji over your nipple or something like yeah, that yeah no, yeah, yeah yeah exactly so like I did a glitter photo shoot and my best friend Molly was there and she like we didn't bring like a thing to like stick the glitter i didn't think about that so in the middle of this like loft uh that i was shooting in uh she was like well let's find there's a kitchen we just found like mazola oil and we wrapped <laughs> we put it all over my body and then we threw like glitter and the stylus was just i was like everybody's hands were everywhere and then i did like this crazy shoot and then i forgot i had an improv show and i went to the inner sanctum at ucb and did improv with glitter all over my body literally like you was, came straight from the strip club the <laughs> Oh Straight. yeah, no, everybody like I had I had a girl come up to me once at a party was like, Oh my god, I saw you do a show, you were glowing, but like 
like for real glowing like you're like you're you were glowing like because you had glitter all over your you body were legitimate shining a shining star I was, <laughs> I was like oh my god yeah that was because of this but yeah i'm like so you know i'm like you know and a lot of cat stuff plus a lot of cat stuff and fitness stuff yeah that's that's like all my stuff is miami cats cuban <laughs> hey we all have comedy. our brands mine is like yeah mine is like weed beach comedy wife like i get it <laughs> like we all <laughs> I know. I try to. I try to put the boyfriend, but you know, he. I'm like he. He doesn't. He doesn't do the soch. So I'm like. <laughs> That's fine. More butt pics. That's who cares yes, about boyfriends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Dale>. <laughs> I opened up Instagram to see if I could find the photo, and I'm like, the first thing I see is that I already liked it. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what is, oh yeah, I'm hard. I already. <laughs> Oops, surprise, surprise. And it's fine. Hey, listen, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta support each other's, uh, thirsty pics. Like I'm one to every time a girl posts a hot pic, whether I know you or not, I'm like, like, yes, hell yeah. Like, I think we all need those hype up sometimes. Yeah. I don't feel like a creep liking a photo that you post that someone I'm following posted. The hard thing is when I'm like in, you know, like randomly looking at some female power lifters, Instagram is like, don't like any photos. You don't know her. You don't follow her. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep creeping. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it is funny though. Like if someone does, (laughs) you're like, you're like, who is, or like a random person like, you know, but like doesn't follow you. And you're like, Oh, interesting or yeah or like <laughs> act, likes a photo from like march 2014 and you're like oh that's weird <laughs> yeah Hell that yeah. person I'm, was deep <laughs> i'm like mm, i wonder what hot goss they just heard about me and they had to like scroll to find out yeah. loves it love it can't wait to hear <laughs> um well thank you so much for doing high and mighty this was absolutely a blast um, yeah thank you for having me i'm gonna get out there and get my fitness on and expect Gabra's thirst traps not sent to you I'm sorry that sounded okay. weird <laughs> I then expect me to post them but I did phrase that right I'm like hey get ready to get thirst traps from me you're like uh wait a minute I'll, I'll, hype, I'll hype you up I'll hype you up <laughs> Watch, Thank they're going to post one. I'll be like, yes, yes, less clothes. They're going to be like, excuse me, um, who is this girl that is like harassing you via the internet? I'm like, oh, the episode hasn't dropped yet. It's an inside joke between us. Trust me, it's yeah, coming. I, I'm like, I swear, please, like, don't cancel me. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, not the time to be fucking around in uh, in, in uh, social media comments either. Jesus. No. It's- yeah, bro. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> well, good luck out there. Stay safe at the gym. Glad to hear you're fucking... Uh, uh, getting jacked again and uh, I'll see you out there hell yeah dale uh, <laughs> gracias <Bye>. miga <laughs> that was a headgum podcast